this season. Welcome to Podzilla 1985. Hey, this is After Dark, Podzilla 1985. Actually, it's not After Dark. Well, it is After Dark. It's the last After Dark. Because next week, assuming Tanner still has a mouth, we start terrifying Tanner Thursdays right here on the Podzilla 1985 network. It's uh, it's September 28th. We're about to hit October. Lindsay and Shelby and Tanner are all tingling with anticipation. Jesse and Hunter are otherwise unaffected. My name is Shannon Young. <laughs> I'm going to be your host tonight. Did, with Did we roll the proper save for it or what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I was trying to figure out the correlation. At first, I was like, is it because it's getting colder, but we have beards, and all Tanner's got a beard. Yeah, we wandered all in right. the field. You guys went Not right, anymore. we went left. <laughs> it, it honestly just might be a pumpkin spice thing. Well, no, because Lindsay doesn't care for pumpkin spice. And then hmm. Shelby. Oh. Also, I, I do. I like it. I'm so, a <laughs> oh, this is so a- I, actually, the, the, division, the division would work, except I know Tanner also... So far, Tanner has been like the combo breaker in everything we've come up with here. This is, Tanner I'm, also likes pumpkin spice. This I is am a wrong. basic bitch. This is all wrong. Nothing's right I love anymore. It, but I like it. It's fine. Uh, Fall is apple season, not pumpkin. So those voices you hear. Um, first off, we've like got uh, we have Jesse Kimball. It can be two things, Lindsay. It can be two Jesse. I grew up with Apple Fest in the fall. And Jesse grew up with Pumpkin Ninny. <laughs> Pumpkin Ninny. Uh, that's, Pumpkin a, Ninny. that's a Mr. Show joke. Uh, Lindsay Wolfgang's here with us. I am making buttons for the con tomorrow because I was lazy. Shelby Chan, or as we call her in October, Shelby yeah. Creep. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Shelby Creep. Shelby Creep. Shelby, guys. Okay. It's not okay. Well, I'm, a, I'm a creep. I'm hang a creep. on. Could have just went with like Beetlejuice. Shelby Juice. Like, no, I don't like that one. No, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. No. You did that oh, one. I said Shelby guys. No. That's on you. Uh Tater Calvert's here, the man himself. Yeah. <laughs> he had to swallow down all that cereal yep. problem. All that Miak. Miak. You didn't think I could find it. <laughs> Miak. <laughs> and <laughs> And double H, I can't. I can't either. I was gonna, I was gonna throw it back to this morning and just go remember, write it down, take a picture. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I do give but... a fuck. Is what I told Bob. <laughs> I want him to know I care. Uh, Tanner of uh, that particular movie, Ernest P. Worrell in general, always gets me. Tanner, do you like the Ernest? Yeah. I so okay. Me and Brandy were having this conversation in the car the other day because I said it's about time to watch Ernest Scared Stupid. It's one of my favorite Halloween movies ever. And it still holds up because it's hilarious. Uh, that said, that is the only good Ernest P. World movie in my opinion. Oh, whoa. Whoa, okay. So this there's, is... Uh, there's, there's a few solid Ernest movies out there. Ernest goes I to jail. I don't. I just. I, I've watched them all, and I'm like, eh, they're okay. They're not as good. Now, as now, now wait a minute. That's wait a minute. not true. You've not when watched them all. When did you most? When did you most recently watch? Them? Long time like, ago. Recently, like as a kid. Okay. No. All right. Well, see, I was hoping you would say recently, because then I could go. Wait a minute. He might be right. 
because we just found out on a new episode of Extras and Epilogues last night that dog the soldiers dog is actually dog stuff. shit. And I don't know why we never made that joke all night. Yeah, that, that <laughs> I think it's because we were so disappointed and angry as we talked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go check out last night's episode of E&E. Uh, it was the first God. official episode of the spooky season where me and Hunter and Kaz talked about dog soldiers. And it was really disappointing because it's a film that we all loved back then and literally all three of us watched again and didn't like and what's funny is i came into that show no idea none of us talked about it beforehand so each of us came into that show prepared to blast that movie to the others and then we all joined in in a chorus kind of of trepidatious like like oh i don't want to i don't want to say i didn't like it and then it was like wait wait you didn't like it and you didn't like it hey nobody liked it it's the spider-man we all just pointed at each other like you (laughs) you Oh man, so, it was bad. It was pretty bad. I'm very disappointed in that. But tonight, Shannon, you just gotta let nature take its course. Well, it's that, that time, time of, of the month. month. God, uh, I love it when a woman talks dirty to me. I'm sorry. Let me say it like he said it. Oh, I love it. I talk to you because you can't ever say the fucking thing they're saying. <laughs> Those accents oh, are so thick. Bollocks. Are you bollocks. taking the piss? Are you taking the piss right now, Jesse? <sighs> <laughs> I mean, he said not actively. <laughs> uh, tonight's going to be better than that, because tonight we are talking about the uh, the things to watch this holiday season. We do it every year. We try not to repeat the same things every year, but we also forget what we put on there last year. So I went back and, and looked at the available, um, the ones. I could not oh, find one God. for last year. I don't think we did one for last year. We never put one up. So if any we of them definitely show, we just didn't. We, we, we definitely, definitely show. Did a show. Yeah. But we yeah. didn't. Uh, we didn't keep record of it. I think we didn't post a list on the site like we usually do. Because of, normally Jesse does it, and I think last year I volunteered to do it. Hence, it does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take the blame for that one. At least he's honest. I, I I'm honest. Jesse is always kind enough to make those for us. And last year, I I think I legitimately remember saying, "I got it, Jesse. I'll keep track this time." Nope. I tell you what, I will. I will keep track of the list if somebody else. But I didn't. If you keep track of it, Hunter, and send it to me, I will make the picture. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So before we do that, though, this is the last motherfucker of the week. As you know, if you've listened to Podzilla over the past couple of years, in the month of October, we don't talk about motherfuckers. We don't talk about politics. It is strictly spooky things. So I've saved this one, and I mean this one with all my heart. The motherfucker of this week, Jesse, is Taylor Swift. What? Because I am oh. sick of hearing about Taylor Swift and this fucking football player. Travis Kelsey. I don't care. I, I don't care. Look, it's not Taylor Swift's fault, for the record. She's just dating who she dates. It's the media who knows they're going to get a million clicks and views, so they talk about every single fucking aspect. I kid you not. There were main headlines on sites talking about Taylor Swift picks up trash at a Kansas City game. Uh, Taylor Swift puts her arm around him. Oh, care, CNN? (laughs) And so many people care. No, like it's it's honestly like so coming at this as a football fan. Like obviously, I know Taylor Swift is one of the biggest. you know, stars in the stars world. on the yeah. planet yeah, to the point that um, i saw headlines now that if people resold their t- her tickets uh they're probably gonna have to pay for it on their taxes the irs yeah, is coming for you i saw that too yeah uh what? so you know being a fo- oh yeah if you if you made or beyonce so much, like x amount yeah. of profit like reselling a ticket uh you have to file taxes for it now 
because these people are making uh Oh, the government knows. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, they, well, if you're selling it <laughs> I'm sure on, they can track, on a third party yeah, they, website. There's a record. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you send all the Ticketmaster into those reseller websites, there's going to be a record. Now, if you just uh, sold it to, in person to somebody, then I already and, you know. Tickets, fun. like 150, 200 bucks or something like that to see Taylor Swift, and they're reselling for like Thousands. $1,500. I, like, leg- I, legitimately think, uh, I legitimately think that Lonnie sold, resold Taylor Swift tickets. Because I remember seeing a post about it. It might not have been Lonnie, but somebody I know for sure did resell. I, it, I wouldn't put it past him for sure. But anyway, no, coming at this, like, you know, as a football fan, like, Travis Kelsey is, like, one of the biggest stars in the NFL. Cool. Uh, like, dude's going to be a Hall of Famer and everything. Like, and so it's it's hilarious, um, like, hearing all this stuff about, like, so after this went down, uh, like, the, you know, Taylor Swift shows up to the Chiefs game. Travis Kelsey immediately gets another like 500,000 followers, like within 12 hours of this happening, gets another like 500,000 followers. Like all of his like media stuff is up. Like he has him and his brother host, uh, like the most popular football podcast on the internet, like that skyrocketed. And all of these like big time Taylor Swift fans are so angry about her dating a football player. And like, I don't care. There's two things I, I care about this, and uh, well, actually, you came in so heated, and now you're saying gonna say he didn't care so care. much that oh, no, 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 he's no, no, the no. motherfucker of the no, week. No, no, no. I, I, he cares about like the media outrage. Yeah, the media, it's, it's just uh, it circles around circus. Taylor Swift. It's not Taylor Swift's well, fault. It's not her fault. Well, no, it is her fault because she exists. She thing. exists. Her existence is the reason. You know. <laughs> it's her existence. You made her very existence, the motherfucker. Of yes. The yes. We we have tickets to go see her concert. We <laughs> will draft house in like three weeks. Well, don't sell them. Sarah, don't Sarah sell them. shirts. Like it's a whole. Th- we're oh wait, doing a thing. wait, you're talking like about the you're talking deal. about the movie, right? The the the, the theater of her. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay. no, no, hell no. Wait, which uh, which house do you think I mortgaged to get tickets to the actual <laughs> tour? Are you kidding me? No, Alamo yeah, Draft. I mean, no. legitimately, even going to Alamo Draft House is not cheap. I think it was like fifty bucks total for the both of us, Look, and that's like a ten o'clock showing. It goes until like one o'clock in the morning. I love Taylor Swift. I, everybody knows I love Taylor Swift. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I'm a Swifty. But, like, I can't understand how people are so obsessed with hearing about every single little detail of this, of, of how she got, of how he smiles differently now and stuff like that. Like, oh, my God, who cares? Like, I get people. I don't know. God <laughs> damn. None of this is new, man. I, it's it's not. I think what's really blowing my mind is, like, this is, uh, before I've, Taylor I've, Swift, it was Kim Kardashian. It was Paris Hilton. Yeah, but I've never seen it, it to this level. Cindy Crawford. I, I've never seen it I, to I, this level. This this is, like, I, I, looking. Whole new level. I have to agree with Shane. Like, because like this stuff is po- like popping up on like news sources that like I check out that aren't necessarily football related. Uh, whereas like the Kim Kardashian stuff, I almost never heard about like that or like most of those other stars. I know nothing of their dating lives. Oh, you know about Kanye West. You know about Kanye West. You know about Yeezy. You know about Yee. Well, I, I knew about the fallout more so than anything <laughs> else from that. You know about Yeezy. Um, yeah, but with Taylor Swift, <laughs> one thing leads to another. Like the, the buildup is the fallout. Yeah, Hunter. Right? Like, uh, Hunter I, mean, I was going to ask you: Is Sarah excited about Taylor Swift's next sports-themed album? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is we haven't we haven't talked about this at all. For all this is is like you know supposedly a big deal and blown out and all that. Like this morning, she sent me a, a couple of options. She was like, "Pick from one of these shirts. I'm getting you a shirt. Pick one of these shirts." I was like, "All right, cool." Um, 
And she's like, I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's going to be fun. And that's it. We have not once talked at all about this football game. So many people have reached out to me and legitimately have asked me, are you going to go see the Eros tour in theater? And I'm like, no. Like, I thought you're a Taylor Swift fan. I am. I like her music. I'm not going to go watch a movie about her concert. That's not something I'm interested in. No, no, no. no. It's not a movie about her concert. It is a movie of the concert. concert. It is the concert. Well, then I really don't care. I've been to two concerts in my entire life. One I got dragged to. One was a sweet gift that I did have a great time at. Concerts aren't really my jam. I, I'm not. I was going to say, admittedly, that's also something that's known about you. Yeah. Is that it's, you're, it's not, you're not a concert guy. Not my thing. I prefer to I just Someday I'm going to drag you to Coheed, wow. though. I would go see Coheed. Jesse, I, you have my word. If we got a chance to go see Coheed, I would go. Because to me, Coheed's a lot like Poppy. Like, I, I want. if I could see Taylor Swift actually in concert, like really see her, I would go. But I, I don't want to see a movie version of it. I'm just not interested. But no, that's th- fair. Like I I've never been big on like recorded live events. Like I like being there in the moment is awesome. But yeah, I I also like even Coheed. I don't think I would watch a movie version of one of their concerts. No, it it seems silly to me. Uh, and I get that Taylor Swift is like a. I mean, she's obviously a a cultural phenomenon. She's the biggest star in the world. Um, so I get it. But it's just not for me. But I am. I am sick of the media attention that every, like, if you want to focus on the fact she's dating the guy, that's cool. But it's the links that they've gone to to pick out every little detail of how he acts differently or what she threw in the trash. And Hunter's right. This isn't new. Maybe I am just noticing it more, but it irritates me, and I want it to stop. Well, Shannon, did did you see that uh, uh, Tay-Tay said, let's fucking go at the game? Yeah. uh, when, When Kelsey scored a touchdown? The first time I heard Taylor Swift say the F word, my innocence shattered a little bit, honestly. <laughs> I never expected it, to her to say it because I, I sometimes forget that Taylor Swift is, what, in her 30s now, right? Like 33. I, yeah, I still think of her as a, like, I guess like a 16-year-old for some reason. Like, I always it think of her as like a... Like one to an she's everybody's little sister. Well, she, she looks like an adult. <laughs> she looks but like... Yeah, I, I told she, Lindsay, uh, she looks like a night elf. Yeah. <laughs> She's very nice. You can see her uh, like up in the because she had you know Kelsey got her tickets to like the the actual like the family or friends and family booth or whatever, and you can see her when Kelsey gets the touchdown. They pan up to her because of course they do, uh, oh, and man. she's just like at the window like yelling, "Let's fucking go!" I'm surprised. They, <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just have a giant screen on the field showing her constantly, and then a small window they, and window of the game. They basically did. That's like, every terrible. time anything happened on the field, they were like, and hey, let's see how Taylor Swift reacted. All right, going back. All right, so all jokes aside, how how much must it suck to kind of be Taylor Swift? Uh, there was a story a couple of weeks ago about her going to a wedding. She didn't advertise it. She didn't uh, post about that she was going to be there because she didn't want to ruin the wedding for her friend. But someone leaked it out, and then thousands upon thousands of people showed up at these people's wedding that Taylor was going to to support her friend. How much must it suck to never get any private time? I mean, I've never subscribed to the idea that because you're a celebrity, you have no right to privacy or to be a human. And I feel like Taylor Swift has it worse than literally anybody. I can't think of anybody that would have it worse than Taylor Swift. It's all, it's awful. No, that that, that does suck. And that's, that's something we've often talked about, even on this show about like how, like I, I would actually be fine with being an internet celebrity uh, where like the bulk of humanity has no idea who I am. I still would have a lot of money and you know, I, I would occasionally see a fan on the street or something like that in certain places. No, no, no. Cause those fans show up at your house because you don't expect it. 
and then, and then you have to shoot at them. So I guess what I'm trying to say right, is, Boogie, calm down. I blame you, the listener, for all of the things that are wrong with uh, society today. You are the ones that chase celebrities. You are the ones that subscribe to all these things. You, our listeners, are ruining America, and I want you to stop. Now we, our, our listeners are not doing that. Yes, they are. Both of them. Anyway, <laughs> I don't even know if our listeners are Swifties. Well, they're either of them. They are swiftly turning off this show and unliking, <laughs> unsubscribing from the podcast. All right. So with that said, uh, I, I think I, we, I have I do have a motherfucker too, real quick. Oh, before you say it, I have a backup one, real quick, Tanner, and then I'll throw it right to you, uh, Hunter. This one is more for me and you. They put the mm-hmm. Stevie, someone up re-uploaded the Stevie Richards video that AEW had taken down. And okay. I, I never got to see the last half of it because by the time I watched the first part and started sending it to everybody, it was taken down, right? Someone re-uploaded it because they had saved it. The last part of it is Stevie Richards pointing out while John Moxley is hurt in the back and, you know, um, he's got a concussion and this terrible thing happened. What did Tony Khan do? He said he went out and fucking danced. And then they showed the clip of Tony Khan doing the little uh, yeah. dance that the guy does. Yeah, Horrible. the acclaimed Max Caster. Yeah, fuck, that's what he did. Fuck Tony Khan. Fuck Tony Khan, you amateur motherfucker. Okay, Tanner, go ahead. Uh, my motherfucker of the week is uh, Death. Because uh, the Grim Reaper himself, because we lost Sir Michael. That was to death, not to Sir. Go ahead, because I'm also sad about this. We lost Sir Michael Gambon. He was an amazing actor. Not only Dumbledore in the Harry Potter series, um, but Hunter, for me and you, because we played Elder Scrolls Online so much, he was the prophet in ESO. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and yes, and just a fantastic actor, but Tanner, I assume he was, he that, was Arthur in the Last Kingsman movie. I'm assuming though most of this is it's sadness for his role as Dumbledore. In general, like because he was a great actor and everything he played in, he 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 played a big role in a Doctor Who special that was really good. Uh, he was Arthur in the Last Kingsman movie. He was he was Dumbledore. He was he was all these different great things. I think if we made Death the motherfucker of the week, that would be a weekly occurrence. Yeah, but I just had to bring it up because he did die today. He would retire the champion. Remind me really quick before we move on. He was not the first Dumbledore, right? Am I crazy? No, he was the second. He was the second. Yeah. Okay. The first Dumbledore already passed. Who was the first one? I've been trying to remember without looking it up. Uh, I was trying to remember. Was it Michael Go? Go? No, no, no. It was Um, Richard Harris. Richard Richard Harris. Harris. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so now we lost both Dumbledores, and all we have left is, uh, I can't remember his name. Young Dumbledore. What's his name? Jude, Jude Law? Is that who it Jude is? Jude Law. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the same thing appears to have happened to Dumbledore in a very short period of time as happened to Obi-Wan. It's it's interesting the way that works. The older actor's <laughs> gone, and now you have the young actor left? Well, no, no, no. You know, if you look at, <laughs> I've seen this a couple of times lately. Um, they'll show like, you know, live a- or the 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 animated Bo-Katan Kreese and then the live action one. But the time frame between the two appearances is like thirty something years. They look identical. Same goes for like Fennec Shand. But then they show Obi Wan, and it goes from Ewan McGregor to 
Um, Alan Guinness? I can't think of his name. Yeah, yeah. The logic that the harshness of the area of Tatooine makes people age faster. I, I, the, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay, real quick, I'm going to borrow a line from Extras and Epilogues last night. Oh, fuck, fuck off. off. That's bullshit. <laughs> we said that a lot bullshit. last night. Uh, we really did. I think there were several times that one of us would go, okay, here's my explanation. We go, okay, we're loading it up. Yep. Go. And as soon as she gets done, no matter how good it is, oh, fuck, fuck off. off. Bollocks. Like the the worst of that being uh, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, how Magneto and Professor X went from yeah. that to Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in the span of like ten years. You aged yeah. horribly, oh, yeah. baby. You aged horribly. Well, the conditions, the conditions at uh, Greymalk and Lane are. Um... Oh fuck off! All right, that's it. Tonight we're starting <laughs> we're starting off Halloween with 31 things to watch in October or read apparently. Um, Can we just make it media to consume. I think we've done that look, before. Look, I think that's I, been the agreement. I'm, I'm not planning on dipping into books unless I have to, but okay. I said it before we started. I've not seen an awful lot of stuff this year for whatever reason, uh horror related uh, new stuff because I'm trying to do strictly new things. I, I only have one old thing, one old thing on my list this year and one older thing. I also tried to keep things current because I usually like pull from, you know, horror past because a lot of our listeners are younger and don't maybe not know these films that I watched when I was a kid back in the 60s and 70s. So I, I like to bring that forward. Going to move past it now. Someone hit a random <laughs> audio clip to please stop this, Hunter. I need you to hit any Job's button. Done. Okay, so with that, we're going to go first. To, tonight, it's the band himself. Tanner Calvert gets first run at this, since it is Terrifying Tanner Thursdays on Podzilla 1985. Tanner, what do you have loaded up first? I'm going to hit you with 1992's Ghost Watch. It was a BBC uh, made-for-television movie. Yeah. It was a found-footage style where uh, BBC was hosting a, a live ghost hunt, and it was really good, really fun. Uh uh, it's it was one of the earlier yet yeah, not super early found footage style stories. Uh, very very fun watch. Go check it out. What I love about this is that it it's very similar to War of the Worlds when Orson Welles did it on yeah. the radio. A lot of people that watched this live thought it was real and they called in freaked out. They did a very good job of not making it overblown and uh, you know uh, making it too. Too extreme to where it looked unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really good. I believe it's on Shutter. I watch it every year. So if you have Shutter, you can check it out on there. That's a good first pick. That's a deep cut right there. Good job. All right, let's move on to Jesse Kimball, who's got our number two pick. Woo! Uh, so I, I tried to go with some new stuff. I do have like some stuff on here that I, I legitimately don't think has come up before, but we've had a lot of these. Uh, so the first one, Megan. Yeah. I think that came out after last year's show. It did. It did. I don't think anyone put that yeah, on there. It came uh, out in January. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe that Hunter will now have a book on his list. That is correct. <laughs> it's Sorry, Jesse's Hunter. fault, Shannon. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I've resigned myself to it. Uh, if you don't know what Megan is at this point, it's the story of a robotic of uh, one of the Olsen twins as she goes on God. a killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It, you said it's you said like, uh, Olsen twin. You didn't have to say robotic. It's fine. We got it. I guess my brain was thinking Maggie, and I'm like, no, we put that on there before, but that's a completely Maggie. different film. No, it's a good one. But yeah, it, oh, it's Maggie? almost like a a child's play style movie. Like a uh, little girl is given a doll to help her get over the trauma of losing her parents, and 
the doll turns out to be, you know, a psycho killer and fun time is had by all. If I wasn't so lazy, that would be the part where I put in the song <laughs> Psycho Killer briefly. But, <laughs> but I'm so lazy, Jesse. So we're going to move right along to Shelbu Kimball. Hello. Uh, I'm going to go with the backrooms simply because it's an ARG that started on YouTube. And I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but ARG. Hunter does. Mm hmm. Alternate reality game. Yeah. Uh, this one started off as just a weird series of clips on YouTube. No, no sound most of the time. And it was really kind of unsettling. And then we started getting a little bit more information about it. Uh, but all we know is that very, very terrifying. <laughs> if you go there, you're probably not coming back. We'll find videos from you, but like, you're not coming back. There's, there's shit in there that's going to get you. That sounds like the back rooms of Stephen Barry's. That's a good example. Yeah. That's yeah, it could yeah, be back one. rooms is fucking terrifying. That's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a lot of great media around it, but just the, the, the lore is good. There's one, uh, I found a video of, like, just this guy who found, like, the the pool room. I don't know if you've heard anything about that one. Is that, the, like, the indoor pool that it's, it's yeah. yeah. It's like this, and it's just a bunch of empty, like, inflated tubes floating around in the water. And they're like, don't yep. fucking touch the tubes. Like, that's, don't do it. Nope. Just, that's really bad. And then there's a single giant twisty slide that goes mm-hmm. from the second level down. But there's, like, no way to get to the, the second level. Twisty slide. <laughs> I like that term. All right. That's what it is. The back rooms. Hunter, let's go to you. All right. Well, let's get this off uh, the list before someone else does. Scream 6 is one <laughs> of the few horror things I've seen this year. Jesse will now have a book on his list. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a book, but that definitely took out one of my feelings. Ironically, yeah, ironically um, Hunter, it's the uh, novel adaptation of Scream 6 is what Jesse's going to have It's the novelization, his, yeah. yeah. Um, no, weirdly, so I went, back and, I went back and looked. Um, when I was still using Fandango regularly, because I used that when we were going to the Cape Theater, the first two things I saw this year were horror movies, because it was Megan and then Scream 6, almost back-to-back. I think we went and saw Scream 6 on my... my uh, that might have been 5 we saw on my birthday weekend. Because 6, I think, came out closer to February. Anyway, Scream 6 was really good. Um, the, the past couple of new Scream movies have been a lot of fun. Uh, this one has maybe one of my... not not It can't be my favorite intro in the series of all time, because the, the original movie is the most iconic. iconic. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't... I can't not like, you know, who gives a fuck about movies as he's literally killing yeah, it. it's just great it's just good <laughs> shit and then yeah i i'm a, also a huge fan of this jenna ortega era uh oh you mean i know the older sister is the you main mean, character but whatever the new age aubrey uh, plaza yeah uh no yeah I, i've been i've been absolutely loving these scream movies and i'm really excited to see where they're going to keep you know where they're going to take the franchise Hunter, you know, sad, because uh, I know this is a joke we've made about SNL before, but I cannot remember if it's Dermot Mulroney or of uh, Dylan McDermott that's in that movie. Dermot so Mulroney or Dylan it McDermott? Is, it is uh, Dermot Mulroney who's okay. in the movie. I'm almost positive. Now I, think I have to right. go look. Damn I think it. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it might be Durable McDillett, for all we know. It's it's Dermot Mulroney. I, I thought it was, and it is It is Dermot Mulroney. It is not Durable McDillett. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, Lindsay, let's go to you because I'm taking last one on this one. This is my, this is my I, time. Tanner and I'm I. I'm going to go with it. Hocus Pocus two. 
Yeah. It was a little oh, weird, yeah. but I still enjoyed it. I love Sam Richardson. I have a whole new respect for him now that we've become obsessed with I Think You Should Leave. And uh, I, I loved him in that movie. So, yeah. Little weird. Little strange movie. But uh, enjoyable. Not as good as the first one, good. obviously. But it's still good. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker is still a, awesome. It was, it was a little cheesy, but it, it hit all the right notes that it needed to hit. I mean, to be fair, the first one was cheesy, too. Let's be honest. Yes. Yeah. And you just have reverence for it because we were younger. Right. And But I have reverence for this yeah. one because of Sam Richardson. When when did when did two come out? Because I know it was last year, but it was it must have been long after we did our list. It had to be it in October. It dropped last year on like Halloween. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. right before Halloween. I missed a good gotcha. chunk of it. I remember the, watching it. I was talking to somebody at the time, and she was going through some you, things. You had a phone call, and I had know? to step away for like thirty minutes. And I came back, and I was like, "What the hell's going on? Who is that?" And Lindsay's like, "Those are the witches." And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> All right. And you were like, "What? Where did they come?" And she's just like. Who'd they ever beat? Shut up. So uh, my first pick, I'm going to take this before anybody else could take it, mostly Tanner, is uh, my favorite horror movie of 2023, Evil Dead Rise. It's, uh, Damn it. This is an easy one for me. I'm a huge Evil Dead fan, and even though some now of this... Now I'm going to have a book on my, on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting you have the other one, though, and you know which one I'm talking about. I'm going to let you have the other one. Um, this is a really good movie. I was really worried when this film was coming out that it wasn't going to leave up, live up to the Evil Dead, uh, you know, franchise. It wasn't going to be as good, but I was really surprised by it. I was, I was really happy with it. It's not perfect, obviously. Um, Alyssa Sutherland as the main character was fantastic. She was so creepy. She was the, it was so good. She's the best villain in the Evil Dead series by far. Um, she was so good at being creepy. The rest of the movie, like I said, I liked it a lot. There was some spotty CG in it, which, you know, you can complain about. Of course you can, but I mean, God, go back to, Army of Darkness. They weren't exactly pushing the limits with uh, technical prowess <laughs> back then either. But overall, this was a horror fans horror movie. It was bloody. It yeah. was bleak. It was very good, and I really loved it. So, Evil Dead Rise is my first pick. Enjoyed the movie a lot. The uh, I did not like the ending very much. The ending I oh, think is no. uh, the CG bothered me of the creature, but I mean chainsaws, blood and guts. Hey, I'm here for it. The action of it was great. It was the plot that was bothering me, but there was a plot. Fine. <laughs> yeah, Jesse. If you haven't gone, if you haven't listened, the very first episode of Extras and Epilogues was, was about it. And I had a lot. Of, yeah. I had a lot of the same complaints. I didn't hate it, but I, I was I was very much on the it was okay train. And and yeah. and it's a good time to point out that like uh, of course our opinions are subjective. You might like it, we might hate it, vice versa. Um, as long as you love it and you enjoy it, good for you. We're happy for you. That's, I'm, uh, that's the thing. I'm a. I'm attributing names to all these too. So if you want, when you make the graphic, people can go, okay, well, I tend to agree with this person, so I'll check out theirs and that kind of thing. I feel like Zane Laney is definitely on my side here. Uh, Cody Sandusky <laughs> will not listen to this show. Let's go back no. to, <laughs> or any True. of them. Let's go back to Tanner. Uh, my next movie, I'm going to go ahead and take it since Tanner left it for me. Brooklyn 45. Fucking right. Uh, oh. It's on Shudder. It's yeah. a Shudder exclusive. The movie is really good. It's, it's uh, so it's, good. It's a bunch of World War II vets who were they, they? They just fought in Germany. I don't think they were Nazi hunters or anything, but they no. fought in Germany. One of them is super depressed. His wife committed suicide. His wife committed suicide, and he wants to have a seance to try to make contact with her with all their friends. And it just 
and this ensues. And it's not just it's not just like supernatural. It's a big political mystery or a spy mystery too, because they think that one of their neighbors, who is German, is a German spy. So he kidnaps her and is torturing her. And he his ghost wants them to well, that's a spoiler. I apologize. Uh, wants them to kill her, and they refuse to do so. And as they try to figure out who did what and who's responsible, the ghosts are doing whatever. It's really good. It's really really good. Um, can't recommend that one enough. That's that's two in a row, Tanner. That's good. Sip your ore gel. Okay, your thumbs That's up. That's a crop. That's a crop. Let's go to Jesse. Number two. All right. Uh, my next one, I don't because I don't think we talked about this one either, because uh, it came out in 2022 uh, in, in June. Like, it was like summer. Uh, Black Phone. We talked about that one yet? No. I actually just, I, fuck. Oh, I, okay. Damn it. I forgot about that one. I would have put that on my list. That's a good one. Me and Shelby finally watched that earlier this year after seeing, like, uh, so, you know, we went to, for our honeymoon, uh, we were there over, you know, the week of Halloween in uh, um, Orlando, and specifically in the, um, son of a bitch, uh, where's Harry Potter at? Universal Studios. Yeah, so we were at Universal Studios checking out all the haunted houses, and then, what like, a couple of them just had trailers going and it was playing like a whole bunch of them we saw the trailer for black phone that was the first time i'd actually heard about the movie and me and shelby both were like we're gonna check that out when we get back so it was really good um finally remember to do it it is a really really like fun movie to watch like uh i there it has its problems as well but like it's pretty creepy like the atmosphere of it is really good like the the ghosts are interesting uh God damn I, it. I recommend checking it out interesting stop stop it's already i heard dead. it i heard I it heard it it's interesting it's, the ghosts well that and then they followed right up with i thought it was interesting <laughs> <laughs> that was about the best i could say about the ghosts i'll be honest it's, it, it's, it's, it's just i say. think you should leave has permeated our entire lives <laughs> yep i mean it's just unavoidable there it is that's fair of you know what was not horror was not terrible about this film, especially was Ethan Hawke. Such a good Ethan performance. Hawke was incredible in this film. So creepy. I you wouldn't even know it was him if you did not see his name on it because he wears a mask through the entire film. Um, hey, he, you did have me watch this movie. Yeah, no, that yeah, was a good one. It was a good one. I didn't want to watch it. People kept asking me about it, and I kept putting it off because I'm like, it's overhyped. There's no way I'm going to like it, and I really did enjoy it. So yeah, I agree with that one. So far, I've agreed with everything everyone said here. But let's go to Shelby and see what she's got up. I'm going to do a uh, second ARG. This one is called This Room Does Not Exist. This one I've never uh, heard of. I have heard of this one, yeah. So this one is about two uh, people who are, I, th- I can't remember if they get hired on or if they volunteer to test out basically a VR uh, equipment that's being worked on. It's supposed to be top of the line, state of the art yada 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 it's amazing like once you're submersed in it it's it's there's no telling the end of reality and the beginning of virtual reality it's a seamless like it, you're just there uh it's almost like an episode of black mirror kind of um i'm sorry shelby but you're just describing a skit from i think you should leave <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> well then uh you should like this shannon check it out is it on youtube where's it at yeah it's on youtube link if you can remember link me to it i would like to see it i 
so you could just kind of Google a link of completed ARGs on YouTube and you'll find like 20 different ones that'll give you like <laughs> maybe a hundred hours of video watching. Did you, did you fall into the rabbit hole here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like the, I like the honest answer. Let's go to double H yeah. number two. Well, since Shelby brought up Black Mirror, it seems like an appropriate time to tack on um, the one and only TV episode that I had on here. Now, to be fair, all of Black Mirror season six could work, um, but a lot of it is is not necessarily horror. Uh, sometimes it's just that existential dread type stuff. But boy, uh, I did love the season six finale so much so that I made Shannon watch it. Demon seventy nine. He did is the name of the episode. Um, and it, it is legitimately, it's if not my favorite episode of the show, it's it, it it's interesting. The demon, <laughs> the demon. Um, it's it's. Damn it, if it's not my favorite episode of the show, it is among the top like three at least. It's also um, the only supernatural one in the whole series, right? Yes. So it is. Um, they have like a like a side imprint kind of called Red Mirror um, that takes it outside of like technological horror and really moves into to other stuff basically. And Demon Seventy Nine may as Oh yeah, yeah. It came. We watched it earlier this year, I think. Shit. Uh, Want to say it was out in the summer? Yeah, season six has been out for a little while now. Um, now again, Red Mirror. No, well, so th- this is an episode that they call Red Mirror. It's like the Red Mirror imprint is basically, you know how, how like uh, how like uh, was it uh, Marvel had the Max imprint for a while, and then so yeah, those yeah. comics were like super. Yeah, same idea. It's, yeah, it's yeah. just like a side version of their their there yeah i was thinking um, that uh because I, I thought i remembered hearing that they were doing like they were actually going to release a show on netflix called red mirror i think that is the plan episode. and this is kind of like a backdoor pilot in a way um gotcha so demon 79 is very much a um again not only is it supernatural horror but it, it's basically a short film um this woman in the 70s in london comes across a thing that releases a demon that forces her into some stuff. The question is whether or not any of this is all really happening. Uh, it's just really, really well made. It's a lot of like fun is not the right term, but it's just fun to watch um, to the point that it constantly has you guessing, you know, whether things are really happening or not. I don't know. I don't want to say, to say anymore. Uh, just, just check it out. I, I was a little irritated by the ending only because as I was thinking, like, just do it. Why aren't you doing it? You know, like, but that's just me. I get why, and I won't say too much because I want people to watch it and know what we're talking about without yeah. spoiling it. Uh, but I also really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I I don't watch a lot of TV, so for Hunter to convince me to watch something, it meant a lot. It meant a lot to me. And I, he was I won't uh, I won't I won't put it elsewhere on the list. So because I mean, you could almost just say season six here, but uh, the episode right before that is called Maisy Day, and I I think you would like that one too. I didn't love the way it played out, but I think the source material you would enjoy. So. Right on. Also, real quick before we go to Lindsay, I do want to point out that Stephen Bright, our own Stephen Bright, who will be appearing with us, Hunter, next week on our new tabletop. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. He, he's in the game room too right now on Discord. That's eighteen plus, and he wrote the the room description as "I'm gonna rip off your head and faint at the sight of blood." Don't know what Stephen's going through tonight, but apparently he sure did. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> okay. Uh, well. There it is. Let's go. I'm going to go uh, ahead and update the status of our current room, by the way, right now to send out a message. Um, Yeah, right over there, Steven. (laughs) I hope he sees that and changes his, and we just get a conversation back and forth through the chat. Uh, Lindsay, what do you got up next? 
Uh, one I wanted to do last year, but it wasn't going to be out until after Halloween. Wendell and Wild. It's a stop motion animation uh, with Key and Peele. It's true. I watched part of it, or did I watch the whole thing? I don't remember. Uh, you came into my room while I was watching it, and then you went to bed. I was probably drunk. Because you, you're like, you're watching this now, and I'm like, yeah, and? What is it about, for the people that are um, curious? So there is, I believe the main character is uh, an orphan that gets put into an all-girls boarding school. And she desperately wants to bring back her parents. And Wendell and Wilde are like demons that somehow convince her that they can help. And instead makes a big, huge mess. That actually sounds really good. Yeah, she <laughs> no, really it was, liked that. it yeah, was really, really good. It's the art style of it, uh, not quite at Coraline, but kind of similar as far as that goes. Um, but it's it's a really good one on there, and it's it's got just enough weird factor in it. You know who I hate? Andre three thousand. Okay. Talk home. Because when you say Coraline, all I can think of is Coraline. <laughs> I know that's not the lyric, but it's just what's in my head. Um, All right, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take a page out of Hunter's book, and um, oh, oh, and put a book on your list. No, I can't read. <laughs> I'm gonna do a, um, <laughs> I'm gonna do a TV episode. I, I and the only reason I'm putting this on here now, I should have put it on years ago, but when we watched last night, yeah, we recently talked about this, and um, I forget where it was, but I mentioned this to Hunter, and I think Kaz. And I ended up putting the episode in the YouTube in the text only for babies. Um, so we watched it again last night, and I forgot how much I loved it. It's called Skin and Bones. It's an episode from a TV show called Fear Itself, which was a very short-lived, I believe, NBC anthology horror series by Mick Garris. Uh, Mick Garris, one of the one of the better you know horror directors of our time, and all of the episodes are pretty good. But this episode in particular, if you're a fan of Doug Jones. And I'm a big fan of Doug Jones. If you don't know who Doug Jones is, you definitely have seen him. He was Abe Sapien in Hellboy. He was um, Pan and or the the a lot of the creatures in Pan's Labyrinth. He he plays creatures basically. He his his body movements, his his facial structure. Uh, he was what, Billy Bones in Hocus Pocus. Lindsay, we talked about that earlier. It's Billy Bones, right? I'm, I got that right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's Billy. Mm-hmm. So this particular episode is about a rancher who uh, is taking care of his brother's wife and their two children because he has disappeared into the mountains along with uh, two other people. And the, by the way, the rancher is played by, I think, I think his name's John Piper Ferguson, I want to say. Uh, he was Pete in Briscoe County Jr. He famously said over and over again, you touch Pete's piece. He was one of my favorite characters in that show. Um, so you Doug, don't touch Pete's piece. Doug Jones plays the brother who comes back one day, randomly shows back up, and if you've ever seen Doug Jones, he's that, but dialed up to 11. He is emaciated, his eyes are red, he looks like a ghoul. Um, We were talking about Wendigos, that's what it was. Uh, I I don't want to spoil too much, but animals start to die, blood is shed. This episode is so gory and disturbing for a TV show that aired on NBC. Like, I can't believe with some of the things they got away with this, including one particular scene where somebody is forced to eat someone. That's all I'll say. It's about 45. Oh, yeah, go ahead. 
Sorry, real quick. What did you say you thought that actor's name was? Was it John Piper Ferguson, or am I am I off on that? Yep. Nope, you're okay. correct. It is. And for the record, this show ran for one season, but it was on NBC from 2008 to 2009. Listen to the just like cast of some of these episodes. Anna Elizabeth Kendrick. Moss, who is featured regularly like on, on the screenshots for it. Anna Kendrick is in there yep. as well. Brandon Ruth. Yep. Uh, Maggie Lawson is in there. Ethan Embry, who I thought was really good in, uh, oh, what was that fucking movie? Um, it's one of those those uh, not she's all that, but one of those movies. Can't hardly wait. Can't He's hardly in wait. that. He's yeah. the main character in that. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Plemons is in this show. Wendell Pierce, like it's a pretty stacked little cast for a show that just kind of came and went. It, it's uh, I, I don't know why the show failed because a lot of the episodes are great. There's one or two kind of okay ones. There's one about a girl who wakes up during the zombie apocalypse and she's trying to find her what she considers her boyfriend. Um, and so she's trying to get through the city to get to him. I don't want to spoil the ending, but it's a great twist ending. It, go out of your way to watch the series as a whole. It's really good. But if you only watch one, watch Skin and Bones. It is legit. I wish it was a full-length movie because they do have to rush a couple of things because it's only 45 minutes. But uh, Doug Jones especially, he never gets to really stand out as himself. He's he always terrifying. has He always has makeup on or he's a creature. This is one of the only times you get to see Doug Jones act. And holy shit, is he fun in this episode. So, Skin and Bones, check it out. Let's go back to Tanner. Tanner, for what it's worth, this is pick number 13. Uh, ooh, shit. Ooh. Well... Uh, well, he talked about Wendigo, so I'm going to stick with it because we talked about it. I brought it up last night after the show. Shannon said there was no good movies with a Wendigo, and I, I beg to differ. I think that's, that's where I got that episode from. Yeah. Dark of the, Dark was the night. Dark was the night. It is a great movie about a Wendigo. Uh, a few small, of them. <laughs> yeah. A few of them for sure. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a really good movie. Actually, I think, Shannon, you're the one who introduced me to this. I did. Yeah, I is that the one that's got the actor that, that played Mr. Gold? No. Or is that a different Wendigo movie? This that, one's got a uh, Kevin Durand and Yeah, Lizzie, you're thinking about Ravenous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is also a Wendigo film and also a good Wendigo film now that she mentions it. Uh yeah, this is Kevin Durand and uh DJ Qualls, maybe? I might be wrong on that. DJ Qualls. Remember him? He I mean, was I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna got to look it up now because I can't. That can't be right. No, that's the name I've not heard in a long time. Uh, Lucas Haas, not DJ Qualls. What's wrong with you, Shannon? I don't know. But uh, yeah, <coughs> good, good movie. Bloody slow burn, slow burn horror. Those are the best yeah. horrors. Yeah. Let's go to Jesse. All right, my next one. Uh, this movie has come up several times, but I don't think it's ever come up for Halloween. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but. Uh, Coco. Oh, I'm pretty sure fuck I saw that on at one point or another, but like, it's, it's definitely so come up. Yeah, it's definitely come up for like various other lists. But I feel like I hey, said Alex, it last year because Shannon gave the same reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, <laughs> I can see that. Uh, all right. Well, I, I, I've got I've got something else I could throw in. Otherwise. Uh, but Coco's definitely a phenomenal Halloween movie that I, you you may not necessarily think of as a Halloween movie. Uh, it's just a very very good film. The day after Halloween, it's the Day of the Dead. Yeah, Dia de los Muertos. Um, all right. Uh, instead, I've got a I've got an episode, a TV episode for you. Uh, this was just it, it's one of my favorite. It's always sunny episodes of all time. Who got D pregnant? <laughs> It just becomes uh, more and more of a bird every time. 
time. It has, yeah, that is probably like one of my favorite It's Always Sunny bits, like of, in, in all of It's Always Sunny. By the, by the third time you see D, just... God damn, y'all need to watch it. It's very, very well, funny. <laughs> Jesse, I decided to go a different route this year. I dressed up as that uh that that Lord of the Rings guy, Viggo Morgenstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Spider Man, I'm a man spider. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very, very I good episode. I remember most evenings. <laughs> <laughs> they were drinking milks, so you know what that means. They were stone cold sober. We gotta go talk to them. <laughs> I think my favorite part is when Dennis goes to throw up and Wait. the McPoyle says, don't flush. Like It's such a <laughs> creepy little line. Ugh. I'm trying to remember now because Mac goes to see him, right? Is that the same episode where he does the, you will call her? Yeah, because he, he banged yes. their sister in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to call her. You will call her. <laughs> okay. Because that's, that's the, yeah, because that's what the, 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 the price is to get that, get the rest of what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> get the rest of the story. And my favorite, I think, is <laughs> a disturbing motherfucker. The best part about that is at the end when they realize none of them got depregnant, they didn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. They literally, she was like, "You guys want to know so bad?" And like, we don't give a shit. It's none of us, and they just walk away. Right. That's it. <laughs> they just sauntered off. All right, Shelby, you're up. Uh, my next one is an anime that I've recently started watching. I also read the manga. It's so messed up. It fit for a Halloween theme thing. It is called Made in Abyss. Um, this is about a town that was built around like a crater that was found randomly on an island and you can go down into the depths of the abyss and look for a treasure and like maybe become a famous raider. Or, you know, succumb to the curse, which just horribly disfigures you if you go down too far and ascend too quickly. You could beat the creatures that are also just completely warped by the curse that's down there. It's a bit, it's real, it's all fucking like body horror a lot in that one. Like it's Ooh, creatures. Body it's horror. It's really good. Body horror fucks with me. Like body yeah. horror, uh, mm-hmm. the fly, anything with uh, a, David Cronenberg. Uh, <clears throat> there's a fucking mm-hmm. scene, man. Like there's. It's an experiment that's going on, and I don't want to ruin too much of it, but, like, one of them kind of comes out normal, and the other one didn't. (laughs) That's all I got to (laughs) say. What is that called? What what was it again? Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss. All right. Where's it at? I looked over and seen some of the stuff that she's seen. It is pretty fucking creepy looking. Can we watch it anywhere? Like, is it streaming? Uh, where did you? I think it's, like, legally it's on high dive, I want to say. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's the non-Crunchyroll is what it is. It's yeah. not on Crunchyroll. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, so I know it's, it's not on Crunchyroll. Yeah, there's another one called High Dive, H-I-D-I-V-E. Soft Taco Roll. Uh, burrito. Burrito Shit, it Roll. it might be on... Uh, soft Friday. Taco Roll. Why is the roll necessary? Let me see that <laughs> Tootsie Roll. That Tootsie you got Roll on <laughs> How are you? Fine. Thank you. Oh my god! Crunchy become taco anyway. It's just crunchy, wouldn't it be? Spongy, spongy roll. Spongy roll. I don't like that. We're gonna go to Hunter. I don't don't like that. That that implies that that roll is moist. It's not crunchy anymore. I'm a. I'm a kind of. 
Shut up. I'm going to kind of do <laughs> I'm trying to say a thing. He's trying to <laughs> let him go first. I'm trying to do Hunter. something. No. Um, uh, knock at the cabin is going to be my next one because we just finally got to, to watch this a little bit. So what I was going to say was I'm kind of I'm almost kind of half cheating here because I would much rather talk to you about the book. Uh, <laughs> called Cabin at the End of the World uh, by Paul Tremblay, which was better. Um, and that's almost exclusively, I, I can only assume because the movie, first of all, I don't know why Cabin at the End of the World wasn't an acceptable title. Um, that's better. It's a better title. It's better. Uh, and then you see it was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Mm. And you go, oh, never mind. That this, explains it. This fucker again. Look, so the movie itself is not bad. Um it's I want to say it's about an hour and 40 minutes so I'm going to say it's not bad for the first hour and 20 minutes uh, because it's M. Night Shyamalan he completely changes the fucking ending the ending in the book is better it's objectively better I will not hear any testimony regarding the <laughs> validity of this um, but I would I, I would say this watch the movie anyway because Dave Batista in particular is so good as one of the the lead uh, characters in it. I don't want to say main character because he's not. Um, but the the role that he plays there, if you love him as like Drax uh, in, in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, watch this and see that he's got some range that really gets outside of that too. I, I'm glad you said that because I was about to ask you, uh, or I was about to tell you, maybe it's an unpopular opinion, but I think Dave Bautista is the best actor to come out of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I really absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Um, and I, I also think that John Cena is probably next behind him. I would put The Rock at three. I would too. just off the top of my head of like the uh, main three guys. I don't think The Rock's that good at it. Honestly, I might put The Rock at fourth behind Roddy Piper because he did They Live, and that's uh, yeah, and, and his appearance wrong. in It's Always Sunny as the maniac. Yeah. Like, ooh. <laughs> see, I, I feel like John Cena. Like we need to see more of because he hasn't been in enough. He's been uh, in some movies. He's, you he's just always didn't in watch for like him. three or four seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that too, but then he's—it's almost always cameos. Thing. He doesn't stay so, in for very long. Well, he did star in. Um, Cock oh, what the fuck was that? Cockblockers. Ah, no, it's a Hulu exclusive movie. Uh, Vacation Friends. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched either of those two films. Heard of it? Never mm. watched it. They're—they're uh, they're not good. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they're kind of entertaining, and yeah, he does—he uh, does star in that film. Uh, but it's yeah, yeah. Okay. No, he's great as pieces. Yeah, he's well, he good really in Bumblebee. Take yeah. that away. Uh, Batista's very really good at knocking Bumblebee. the cabin. Other other people are as well, but he's really the 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 star of the the show there. And again, I didn't like the ending. I really didn't like the ending because I had just finished the book. Sarah read the book a couple of years ago, and as we're watching, even she, you know, that far removed from the book, was like, "This is drastically different, isn't it?" And I went, "Yep." Um, so do that, but then read read the book. I mean, really, it's not that long a book anyway. Paul Tremblay is a really good writer. Is it my favorite book of the year? No, but putting them back to back is is a uh, is an experience, and the book ending is so much better. I think the only time a, a movie ending was better than the book ending, and I think it's universally agreed, is The Mist. Um, yep, because even I know Lindsay, Stephen King movie. I know Lindsay. Calm down. And to be fair, The Mist is a short story. It's not a full novel. But oh fuck, Hunter! I want to point out. I think Stephen answered you. It's changed. It now says those alien bastards circumcised me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, I I think. 
I think that you could say that about pretty much every Stephen King book uh, that's been translated to film. Uh, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head where the the book ending is better than the movie ending. I, my favorite Stephen thing thing Stephen King thing Stephen is, thing is John Panette's stand up when he's talking about going to Maine. He said it's a lovely country, <laughs> but it's also the setting of most of Stephen King's books. Going all the way up there, going all the way. Yeah. Why? Um. Actually, no. I, I'm sorry. I can't stick on this for very long. But The Shining, the book ending is better. Oh, the book ending is better than the movie. And I, I, I love that movie. That's one of my all-time favorite horror movies. But though the movie and the book are so drastically different, and the, I, I would nowadays equate them to the same thing I do with Jurassic Park. The book, the movie, both great, totally different things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dig that. Uh, let's go to Lindsay. Number uh, number three for you. Uh, number three, I haven't got to actually watch it yet, but I plan to watch it, and it is the new Haunted Mansion movie, which will be dropping on Disney Plus on October 4th. And which I think is officially Rosario called Dawson The Haunted Mansion, yeah. right? Yes, The yeah. Haunted Mansion. Because the other one was called Haunted Mansion. Yeah, yes. and I need and to go back. One. I need to go back and watch that first one, because I remember not liking it, but maybe I would appreciate it more now. I'm, I'm an Eddie Murphy fan. Uh, Jennifer Tilly's in it. There's a lot of good actors. There's a lot of good actors in this one, too. Uh, uh, Owen Wilson is in it. Danny DeVito. Um, uh, uh, the girl that plays Ahsoka. I can't think of her name. Rosario Dawson. Oh, my God. Crush the crush button on her, and I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, it, it looks like a fun film, so I do want to see it. Even if Jared Leto's in it, that's fine. Let's uh, let's go to Shannon. Oh, that's me. Uh, This is going to be my only retro pick. Um, I've got one more in my pocket just in case. But I don't think I've talked about this one on the show before, or at least I've never done it for the movie list. And if I did, I apologize. But I, I, I looked through the history. I didn't see it unless it was on last year's where we didn't record it. But it's a movie called Body Bags. It is from 1993. It is it, it it was Showtime's answer to Tales from the Crypt on HBO. They tried to start their own anthology series, and they did a made-for-television movie, but it was on Showtime, so it counts as a regular film, and you can buy it as a film now. Um, it, it stars John Carpenter and Toby Hooper, two of the all-time great horror directors. Of course, we've talked about John Carpenter all the time, The Thing of, of Halloween, etc., etc. Toby Hooper did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He, he's done a, quite a few legendary movies in his own right. And uh, John Carpenter was really the standout of this as a coroner, who tells the story of the people that he kind of has in his body bags. Uh, it's three unconnected stories with Stacy Keach, Mark Hamill. Uh, there's one about a girl at a gas station being pursued by a, a killer. Stacy Keach is probably the funniest one. He gets hair implants that are evil. It's the, the Simpsons episode where they get the, the hell toupee is based on this. And, <laughs> and Mark Hamill gets, if I remember correctly, he gets an eye, he's a baseball player who loses his eye in a car accident and he gets a replacement eye from a donor and he starts to see like weird things and terrible things because of the eye. All three are really good. I wonder, wonder if that's where VHS got that bit from. Probably. Cause this is, this is kind of a hidden gem. Not a lot of people know about body bags, but if you get a chance to watch it, that's it's a fucking all-star cast though, man. It is. Uh, they, they really, they had something special in this and, and t- uh, John Carpenter especially is hilarious. He is so over the top. He's very much like the Crypt Keeper. He's very over the top and weird and tries to make everything funny, but in a not funny way, which makes it funny. It kind of goes the full circle thing. Um, but if you get a chance to watch it, it's, it's well worth it. Um, like I said, it's, it's kind of a hidden gem. So go check that out. Let's go back to Tanner. Number four. Uh, so the, my next one is 
a book and a TV series, apparently, or a TV movie on, I know it's on Prime. Uh, Hunter introduced me to this author and this book, but My Best Friend's Exorcism from uh, Grady mm. Hendrix. I haven't watched that. It's on my list, though. The book is great. It's, yes. It's very, it's very entertaining. Uh, and Shannon, you would like the cover because it looks like an old-fashioned VHS tape. I do like that. Like uh, one that's been checked out a bunch checked of out times. Bunch, yeah. So Ghostbusters. It's, it's, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't got to see the actual Prime video yet, like the movie. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch that. Wait, it's not, yeah, even it out. it's not even out yet, is it? No, it's been out for a long time. Yeah, last year. Last year. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It is okay. As they're um, to do. I, I, w- I would recommend it in the same way I just did Knock at the Cabin slash Cabin at the End of the World. Um, watch the movie, but then definitely read the book because the book is the source material is better. Stan and I have the digital uh, or the uh, audio story, audio book of the I'll let you. I'll send it to you sometime. Cool. I appreciate that because as we have stated earlier, uh, I am uh, unable to read. Let's go to Jesse Kimball for number four on him. All right, my number four is going to be uh, another retro cut. Um, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. Sco- Jesus oh, that one, but to be fair, that was on our very first list ever because that is one of my all-time favorite Halloween specials. Well, then. You can keep it. I feel like it's... You can keep it. Can it just, long Jesse enough? for his third pick is going to be Coco. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. So, yeah, going back all the way. I feel like it's been enough years removed. With, oh, because that's been a It's been a almost 10 years, Jesse. I was happy. Since that first list. Uh, so, yeah, like, we'll bring it back because you know, a lot of listeners here. Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. Yeah, it's, it's a great Halloween special. Came out, came out in the late 80s. And yes, yeah, Scooby Doo and Shaggy have to uh, be substitute teachers at a school for like monsters' it's children. Monster High I before Monster was, High was a thing. This was meant for kids. Being a substitute teacher is scary as fuck. They have the daughter of Dracula, the daughter Frankenstein, the mummy, the werewolf, the invisible like, man. Yeah. One of them has a pet <laughs> dragon. Well, how would you know? <laughs> so was this one of John Cena's first roles? <laughs> thank you thank you i'm here all night literally i live here uh yeah no this it's just a, a very very fun movie it's also one of like my all-time favorite like halloween specials from back as you know as a kid uh it's a good time all right shelby chan let's go to you uh i'm gonna go with hubie halloween it's still a relatively new one and not a lot of people have watched it probably because it's an adam sandler movie I was, I was going to watch it till Jesse told me it was an Adam Sandler film, and then I took it off my list. <laughs> I love it. Man, if you like just like that, like, over-the-top, like, Adam Sandler that happened in, like, the early 2000s, yeah. uh, you'll enjoy Hubie Halloween a lot. Uh, like, if you like Little Nicky or I did Waterboy. Not. I did, yeah. That's about where I started to tap out. I, yeah, I, you'll probably enjoy Hubie Halloween. I, uh, I like so yeah. many things about Little Nicky, except Adam Sandler in Little Nicky. <laughs> From because the shocks, like this the entire time. The deep south. <laughs> My 
favorite line is still like the hit, when my brother Cassius hit me in the face with the shovel. Like, <laughs> I, I, I still my favorite. You used to look like this when when he's fucking. I think he's like descending from that that. Of apartment building or whatever, and it's he's, fucking Clint Howard. Up. Yeah, and it's Clint Howard <laughs> with the like candles and shit. Oh my god, that is legitimately fucking Good luck hilarious. With the nipple rubbings. <laughs> I hate that movie. I like that. I like that part. Uh, <laughs> that movie still holds up too. Me, show me watched it last year. It's delightful. <laughs> the soundtrack is fucking fire. Just oh. FYI. Like that goes unnecessarily. Oh, like, good luck. Hard. Good luck with the nipples. <laughs> uh, Hubie Halloween, ladies and gentlemen, watch it on Netflix. <laughs> it is not talking about nipples in Hubie Halloween. There's very little nipple play in Hubie Halloween. Um, let's uh, let's go to hunt. Very little, <laughs> but not right, none. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the number is less than zero. Uh, I I don't want to talk too much about this one, not just because I don't want to spoil anything for for listeners because it is so new, but also because I know you guys are actively trying to watch it. Shannon tried to watch it so hard that he ended up canceling the service. Motherfucker! Um, no one will save you. <laughs> no one can save on Hulu. Or is no, no one can save you. Yeah. Sorry, I think it's no. Is it? Which one is it? We'll save you. No, 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 no one will save you. I think you're right. I think I'm wrong. Yeah, it's no one will save you. No one okay. will save you. Okay. Yeah, no one will save you. Uh, it's on Hulu. It literally just came out like days ago. Yeah, um, I can't watch it. Chance to watch. <laughs> you, well, theoretically, you can't reenact his rage. <laughs> so mad. Um. So so. Yeah, it, it's very good. I, again, I don't want to say much about it because I know you guys haven't really seen it, and we're trying to watch it. Caitlin Deaver. Um, carries a large chunk of a movie without saying much more than like basically next to nothing um it, it's really really worth looking into it's not the best movie i've ever seen don't get me wrong and i didn't like some things about it once you guys have watched it we'll talk about it um but it is right there super accessible hulu front page um and i think i think it's worth a watch at least so i heard and i just want you to confirm i don't think this is a spoiler I heard that there's only two lines of dialogue in the entire film. Is that true? If I remember correctly, yes. One of them comes wow. very, very early, um, and it's kind of almost irrelevant. And that's like a big part of the the point of the the thing. Um, but it's man, it's weird. It's it's hard to explain. I think you're just gonna have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna take Jesse up on that uh, movie night because it's the only way I'll watch yeah. it. So. Yeah. We'll watch it tomorrow. Let's uh let's go let's 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 go to Linzu. Okay, so I'm out of movies, so I'm going right, let's back go to back to old Tanner. television oh. shows unless you guys have more you want to say. I got plenty, but I this is an open forum and I want everyone's input, so please. I'm going back to Saturday mornings via 1994-95 and bump in the night. I where you follow the adventures that. of Mr. Bumpy and Squishy, who are monsters that live under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, the, Shannon's reaction to this. <laughs> I, I guess I expected a little more than Mr. Bumpy and Squishy. That's a porn. That's a porn. Mr. Bumpy and Squishy live under the bed. Do, do you you still want to make it a porn when it's uh, Jim Cummings and Rob Paulson voicing the main character? Well, you said his that name's would be Jim entirely... Cummings. 
That would be entirely too funny to listen to. <laughs> Just Jim Cummings bouncing in and out of all those different voices he's done. Stop saying Jim Cummings bouncing in and out of Squishy and <laughs> what was his name? Fuckboy? Squishy and Fuckboy? Mr. Bumpy. Mr. Bumpy. Jim okay, Cummings. Okay, well, hang on, I gotta go. I gotta go and change the name bed. to all of that. Um, <laughs> all right. I think I'll just settle on Squishy and Fuckboy. That seems like a good. Ah, uh, moving on. Uh, my next pick <laughs> is this one's a fun one for Halloween. And I'm surprised no one said it yet, and I'm sorry if I take it from anybody. It's a newer film. We just talked about it last night. But if you want something fun to watch for Halloween that is chock full of blood and gore, I'm going to suggest you watch Renfield. Renfield is the I still haven't seen it. direct sequel. I don't sequel. find blood and gore fun. You will if you watch it, because it's a very fun. It's a comedy. It's a comedy okay. that I was shocked of how much blood was in it. Uh, I remember I watched it with someone in theater, and I remember looking at her and going, Jesus Christ, I didn't think it was going to be this bloody. It's, uh, what is his name, Nicholas Holt? That's Beast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage. Yep, as Renfield and Dracula with Aquafina as a cop who's trying to take down a gang organization, crime organization, like a, an Italian crime family type thing, played by uh, the dude from, um, he was on Parks and Rec as uh, Ralph... Machio or something like that? Ralph oh. Machio! <laughs> who, who am I talking about? No, Ralph Machio was the karate kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. no, he was not. You're thinking of uh, John Ralphio. Yes. John Ralphio. Okay, so then it's uh, Aziz Ansari. No, 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 no. Ben, um, ben something. Yeah, Ben Schwartz. Yeah, he signed the hedgehog. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz, yeah. yeah. He, he signed the hedgehog's yeah. voice. Lindsay yeah. Jazzercising the cat there. She appreciates that. Uh... So this she's gonna keep pawing at the door. This is what happens. This this directly picks up after the Dracula film. Nicolas Cage basically plays the Bella Lugosi version of Dracula, um, and this it is an actual sequel, and it's ridiculous. Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage, but it's a lot of fun. It's not scary. If you want to, this is something Cody could watch. Little bitch Cody could watch this. So that's what about little bitch Dalton. No, no, he's too much of a bitch. He would hide. He would. He would hide behind dark gray mist. Jesse could not hear that. All right, let's go back to Tanner number five. This, uh, number yeah, five. this is the last full round, by the way. Yep, last round. Number, my number five. I'm going with a movie from 2009. I know a lot of people don't care for it, but I enjoy it. Uh, it's the Fourth Kind with Mila Jovovich. I liked uh, it. I liked it. It is. It's like a mixture of a a mockumentary slash found footage, and it's. Really good. It's it's entertaining. It's got a really good cast. I, can, I enjoyed it. Can I tell you why people didn't like it? I know why. Why? Because they presented it as a real story, and they oh, had yeah. they had clips of the supposed actual supposed woman. To. Right, but they portrayed it as actually happening, not like a we're making a movie based on real events. They were like, no, this actually happened, and people kind of got pissed when they found out that it was fake. I didn't care. The Blair Witch, Paranormal Activity. Like, yeah, but again, the Blair Witch was more of a here's found footage of these kids that died and people assumed it was real. This one actually came out and said this really happened. This is an actual thing. And it was uh, it was preposterous. But to me, I like the movie too for the record. And I, I didn't care about people getting pissed about it. Uh, what was scarier to me than the movie were the clips they played of the supposed actual therapist because she looked scarier than any of the aliens of the movie. Do you remember how fucking yeah. terrifying she looked? 
She looked unreal. Like she was. Oh, you know, do you know what else she's acted in? I do not. She was Hannah's mother from 13 reasons why. There's a reason. I don't know that. Let's, uh, let's move on to Jesse Kimball. All right. Uh, so my last one, I can't do this joke. Um, (laughs) is Coco. (laughs) No, uh, so this one, like, it's it's absolutely been on. It was on one of the very early lists. I know for a fact it was because it was one of my picks. But while I was running through, I didn't see it. Like, you know, I was getting, running through, trying to find inspiration on the internet and stuff. I didn't see this movie on a single fucking list. So I want to just go ahead and say it again. Grave Encounters. Uh, yeah, classic. Yeah. All-time classic. Yeah, that's that's one of, like, my favorite all-time horror movies. And, like, it's, I know it's one of Shannon's, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's basically a movie about some paranormal investigators. It's Ghost Adventures, uh, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Except they find like actual ghosts, and everything goes really, really bad. Jesse, please. Uh, <laughs> the the sequel is atrocious. It's horrible. But you know what? I don't hate the sequel as much as most people do. I thought it was enjoyable. I didn't no, like it. It's awful. Like it's it. real bad. Some of the ghost effects uh, were pretty good, but I hated the story and I hated the main character. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the goat or grave encounters is a, is a truly fantastic movie and everybody should, if you're looking for a, a good paranormal horror movie this Halloween, definitely check out grave encounters if you haven't already. And, and I support as much as we talk about this movie, I've never seen it. I'm, I'm wondering if it's streaming somewhere. Uh, it was it, on, Shutter. on Shutter. It was not on Shutter. Not anymore, though. Yeah, like it's on oh, Amazon. Yeah. You can rent it. Yeah. I think it's on Peacock. Maybe I don't know. I saw it recently, but I don't know where. Yeah, but yeah, if you get a chance, I agree with Jesse. Shelby, last pick. What do you got? Uh, Beetlejuice, because everyone should watch Beetlejuice always. Well, Every since year. since we've already done the movie and the musical, you want to take the animated series? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just to give a new one to the list. Uh, if I hear about Beetlejuice one more goddamn time, it'll be in the next couple of weeks when Hunter and I invite Shelby onto Extras and Epilogues to talk about right. Beetlejuice. Or when That's they right. finally drop a trailer when all the strikes are done for Beetlejuice 2. <laughs> yeah, Shelby, I, I, uh, I feel like we should have told you that earlier, that we want you on that show to talk about Beetlejuice, but we're telling you now. So we're not going to surprise you like we did Steven the day of and say, hey, get online. Yeah, I figured that was uh that was what you were doing whenever you said that. So I was like, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, Grave, Grave Encounters is on freebie, same as uh, Dog Soldiers was. Boy, I hope Boy. it's better than Dog Soldiers <laughs> was. Uh, it, was. Uh, it is. Oh boy, Dog Soldiers, you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> it's like Wagyu, but Scottish <laughs> instead of green. Uh the more I, the more I thought about it, Hunter, that opening scene, not the tent scene, but the dog scene, I rewatched it to get an audio clip for the intro to it's the not show. Not nearly as bad as it's, the scene. It's probably the best scene of the movie. Like it has genuine tension. Yeah. It, 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 like written and acted, it's the best part of the film. Regardless yeah. of how you feel about well, what happened. I said it again. Liam Cunningham is the best part. Well, we all said it. He acts. He acts circles around everybody in that movie, and that scene is so fucking good with him just like. Again, just going full cold blooded, do it or don't, and get out of my face. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird, great. Weird piece that of part trivia. Was great. 
I was watching, uh, there's, I've mentioned this on the show before. There's a YouTube series called weird movies with Mark. I love it. It's a, it's a great, great, great series. And he was talking about the movie Samurai cop, uh, which is (laughs) a great movie for all the wrong reasons. And in that movie, there's a man named Robert Zadar, uh, the actor that plays him. Have you ever seen Robert Zadar? No. Look him up. He has a face. It looks like a million bees stung him. His face is so puffed out. Oh! Yeah. Oh, dear. He's a great actor, though. He was a fantastic B-movie actor, uh, well-beloved. But the reason I bring him up is because when I was watching this stuff about Samurai Cop, I decided to look up trivia on Samurai Cop. And it turns out Sean Pertwee based his look and his general demeanor in Dog Soldiers on Robert Zadar, the actor. Very weird trivia. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Maniac Cop and all that. Okay, I I vaguely remember these Maniac Cop things. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That is one weird looking motherfucker. He's a strange face. Wild. Strange face. Anyway, let's go to Hunter. Hunter, last pick. Okay. So, here's the thing. I don't actually want to, to throw a book on here unless I have to. Um, I'm I'm gonna mention a movie that I have not actually seen. However, I've heard nothing but good things about, and I'm hoping we get a chance to watch it soon. Actually, I had two options for this. I'll throw the other one in at the very end. Um, but this one is gonna be Skinamarink mm-hmm. because it came house. out not too long ago. Oh my god! Number one, the trailer is fucking horrifying. Yeah, the trailer for this movie is horrifying. Just that constant repetition of the in lower and lower pitched voice saying "in this house." Yeah in this house um the the summary essentially is these two little kids and this is what freaks me out about it they're six and four um wake up to find out that the lights are all out in their house the only thing that's like working is the tv their parents are gone and there are no longer windows or doors in their house and they cannot get out yep and so it's just regularly getting smaller and smaller around them like parts of the house are disappearing um that's all I, I can say for certain about it right now, but I've heard nothing but good uh, reviews on this being just like the ultimate existential dread movie. I've heard this. You say is... Skinamarink, and all I can think of is the elephant show. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I've heard this is art house horror at its finest, at its artiest. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It's divided into two camps: people that absolutely love it and people that hate it. So I'm kind of curious about it too. I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's also on my list. So, think it is on Max, if I remember correctly. Shutter. We were gonna watch it. This is it Shutter. It, Shit, it's on Shutter. I it was on something we had. Hey, hey, baby, hey, baby. If you need Shutter, I'll spread the love. Shutter, I, I Shutter doesn't crack down. It is on Max. Well, uh, because I think w- one of those kind of shares movies with Shutter. Um, because uh, it was a Shutter mm-hmm. original, if I remember correctly. But it don't matter wherever oh, it's at. I think it was in theaters. I don't know. I don't know. Wherever it's at, watch it. And then let me watch know it. how it is. Yeah. So. It was distributed by Shutter and IFC. So it wasn't just them, but they, they kind of got together and did it. Uh, it's on Hulu as well. Well, fuck, I won't watch it unless it's still on Shutter. <laughs> fuck Hulu. They're the real motherfuckers of the week. I'll tell you that story next week. Uh, Lindsay, last pick. A Paramount Plus has been feeding my 90s Nickelodeon feed. So I'm going with Ah, Real Monsters. <laughs> Which yeah. is pretty self-explanatory. I tried about Uh oh, did you have a dog soldiers moment? That's what we're gonna call it from now on. Oh, is a dog soldiers moment. It's hard moment. to go back and rewatch. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, I thought, I thought it's, it was... it's real cringy stuff on some of it, but yeah. 
I just remember being one I could not eat lunch while watching. Oh, Jesse has a question about dog soldiers I would love to feel. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's a a that moment and not a... uh, Because I I always think of Asa and... uh, Turtles. Turtles in time. Yeah, but but the difference is, from my point of view, Turtles 3 was always a piece of shit. Dog Soldiers well, was fair. one of my favorite horror films, and when we all rewatched it, we all realized how bad it was. And uh, yeah, yeah. So no, no good. <clears throat> uh, my last pick, I had a couple on here. It was hard to pick from them because there's a lot of good ones that I watched. But one of them, I don't think I. Again, we don't have access to last year's. So if I said this last year, I apologize. I don't think I did. Did do you guys remember me talking about a movie called Blood Red Sky? No. No. Okay. Nope. So Blood Red Sky is about a woman and her child who get on a plane, and the plane is hijacked by terrorists. Um, And the woman is sickly. Uh, She has a wig on. She's bald. Um, You think she's got, like, cancer, and she basically does whatever it takes to keep her child alive. Here's the twist. She's a fucking vampire, and they picked the wrong plane. So this woman (laughs) just tears through these people like tissue paper. It is just a blood soaked kind of thriller. Um, it, it would be, it would be a thriller in any other genre, in any other point. Uh, but because she is a vampire, it gives it that horror element. And she is really scary as the vampire because she's so bloodthirsty and she really turns into a monster. Uh, I hate when they portray vampires. Well, I don't always hate it, but they portray vampires as like the beautiful, sophisticated. And yes, they are in a lot of films, but you remember vampires did not start that way. Vampires started as monsters. They were creatures right. of the night. They were animals. And that's what they portray her as in this. She's, she's not very simple pathetic in the sense of how she dispatches these people but it is just a good thriller revenge action horror it's on shutter as well shutter is the best thing for halloween if you don't have it get it it's five bucks a month not only that but you can i can't believe i didn't six dollars a month now that's fine that's still not as bad as fucking every time i get on netflix and it's like hey want to share your account upgrade to 28 dollars a month fuck off <laughs> yeah one more price hike and i'm done with netflix on Shutter, you can catch the fantastic Last Drive-In series with Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy the Mail Girl. So get Shutter, idiot. Okay, for the last pick, uh, because it is terrifying Tanner Thursdays in October, even though it is September, we're gonna give Tanner the last shot. Tanner, what do you got for the last pick for 2023? I'm gonna go with a cheap plug. Look, guys, last year we did PZ85's All Halloween's Tales. We did what five That's episodes? That's not it. Halloween's Hell. I am so the dedicated most, right now. The most important part of the cheap plug is to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take two. Last year we did. Easy there, Pickle ha- Mouse. Go ahead, Tanner. PZ85's Hallow's Eve's Tales. Uh, we did, I believe, five episodes, and they were really fun. We all wrote them. Everybody wrote their own stories. Well, by we all, uh, you mean me, Hunter, and you. The three yeah. of us. Right. <laughs> the three of us wrote the stories, uh, and we set up the casting and everything, and we recorded it, and Hunter did all the editing, and it was fucking amazing and beautiful and very fun. Like, the shows are very entertaining. Go back and check those out, and be ready, because starting next week, we'll have season two. And Hunter, you want to give them the title for this year's season? Yes. So uh, we decided to do kind of an anthology thing, uh, a very American Horror Story sort of type deal, except I don't want to be too associated with them because that's a very up and down quality show. It's a bad anyway, show. Yeah. Um, 
retroactively, we're we're calling the first season of the Howl's Details KPDZ because that was the call sign for the radio station. Um, this year, Howl's Tales season two is uh, subtitled Tabula Rasa. And I'll let you go and look about that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, I won't let you because Shannon will just tell you what. Fuck, it means, my, so. bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. my bad, my <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Flexing yeah, my, so, my my knowledge there. I apologize. <laughs> it won't it won't take long, sort of, for you to figure out why. But yeah, we are we are in the thick of it right, and we're really in the weeds right now with it. Um, actively writing, uh, preparing to do some recording. Episode one is coming your way on Monday. We have. Uh, if I remember correctly, a grand total of five episodes in October because we have five full weeks leading right up until uh, the actual uh, Halloween Eve, the day uh, or the day before on on October thirtieth. So we'll, yeah, we'll it's be very doing exciting. A live episode? No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe why not? Yet, so yeah, why maybe not? we will. Who we'll... fuck knows? Don't tell me what to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> We've got so we, we may have some interesting voice actors lined up to come in and help us out this year. And not just the same ones from last year, if that's what you're thinking. Right. I mean, they're going to be there, too, <laughs> but also... <laughs> but maybe some new people, too. You don't know. You don't know maybe. us. We don't know. We don't even know. We don't know. We've, so, ca- we've yeah, cast Monday. literally none of it, so... <laughs> that's not true. Well, that's not true. That's not true. We did cast uh, me, me and, and you, you so yeah. that's done. <laughs> the first episode is casted. Okay, that's true. That's right. That's and right. what's the so, name of the yeah. first episode, Hunter? Just as a tease. Well, I'll let Tanner tell it. Tanner, what is story. it? It's your story. Uh, it is under the big top. All right, that's coming yep. next week, and also Monday, October second. That's going to wrap it up for us here tonight. That's thirty-one things to watch this October, or read, or <laughs> listen I didn't to. Look on there. So now it's just to listen to. Well, you could go read the like the scripts online. Yeah, you could. Hey, uh, nobody mentioned Talk to Me. That was the other one I was going to mention, which I have not seen, and I, I don't feel right saying well, you okay. should go see it. But Yeah, so in that same vein, I had Last Voyage of the Demeter on mine. I haven't got to watch it yet, yeah. but I really want to. So, hey, spoiler alert for next year's episode. <laughs> I got a feeling I know two that's going <laughs> to be on there. So, all right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Go ahead and check out last night's episode of Extras and Epilogues with me, Hunter, and Cass. We talked about dog soldiers. Uh, if you've listened to Extras and Epilogues up to this point, most of the reviews have been positive. And even when they weren't positive, yeah. like in the case of Evil Dead Rise or The Matrix, they were at least, I could see why people like it. There were things I did like and things I didn't yes. like. Not this episode. This episode is an hour of me, Kaz, and Hunter just piling on to dog soldiers dunking on this movie over, over and, and over. over again. And again, are there positive things about of it? Course. Yes. Listen to the episode and you'll hear them, but but it, it ain't much. No. This is spoiler alert. This is the first episode we've given three thumbs down. Go listen to it. It was a lot of fun. Yep. We we dropped all pretense of being legitimate critics and just dunked on the film for an hour. So, <laughs> uh we'll be back tomorrow with an all new horror time with uh with Ooh. the Kaz man and and uh, we'll do it all again next week with uh, a spooky season. Uh, Tanner, a movie I'm surprised we didn't put on there because it's not out yet as well, but we'll give a cheap plug for it now. VHS 85. Also oh, it's happening. Coming to Shudder oh, yeah. in October. Yeah, 85 is a great year. Would you believe it? That's it for us tonight on Podzilla 1985. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then. Shelby. Shelby. They're coming to get you, Shelby. Hey Jim. Hey Jim.